What's up, honky tonkies? Stan the Joke Man here, as promised. I've got six Dear Stan letters. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to get a hold of me, if Meta hadn't shut me down, you can reach me at the Stan the Joke Man show on Facebook. That's right. Meta, they might have shut it down. I don't know. You know how Facebook and Google Ads, all these foreign-owned entities, they attack American businesses, and they've been attacking mine, and, you know, they just shut down all my ads and my websites and anything I do to try to promote my business. They don't like American businesses too much. But anyway, especially sassy ones like me. (laughs) But if you want to get a hold of me, and it hadn't been shut down by Meta, Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook, and if you don't have a Facebook account... Wasn't meant to be. Got six beautiful Dear Stan letters right here. Let's get into it. Dear Stan, my husband hired a prostitute. Two years before he met me, my husband of four years did something I feel was morally repugnant. He solicited a prostitute. When he did this, he was in a period of his life where a woman cheated on him. And divo- Are you going to keep making excuses for him or tell me what the fuck you want? He told me all this while we were dating. Oh, yeah, but you married him anyway, so what's the issue? I thought I would eventually get over it. Well, you shouldn't have married him because you didn't, did you? Let's continue with your goofy-ass letter. However, five years into our relationship, it still haunts me. and makes me question his character. Question his character? Get off your high horse. What's your name? Wrestling with it in California? Yeah. Let's talk about how many fucking peckers you've wrestled with in back seats, barns, offices, garages, work sheds, hot tubs, swimming pools, tanning beds, you fucking whore. You gave it away. That's the difference. Whore versus prostitute. You have the ones that give it away for free in tool sheds and hot tubs, and then you have the ones that make a living off of it. Stop being so fucking judgmental. I don't agree with paying for sex either. But everybody got a past. And you, young lady, are heading for fucking divorce. Because you never should have married this guy in the first fucking place. The only mistake he made was being honest with you. Yeah, telling you something he's probably ashamed of. And you turned on him. Excuse me, turned on him. <laughs> you never accept anymore. He trusted you. Yeah. And you said. Talked about all that trust shit in front of God at the church, remember? This letter is an admission of untruth. You lied that day. You didn't mean any of it. This fucking letter. You're insulting everybody at this letter. It's you. You. You know, I've been married 28 years, young lady. Madly in love with my wife, even to this day. Now that the kids are grown and gone and we're empty nesters, we rediscovered why we fell in love and we're having so much fun like we're kids again. She's loved my life. I've only been in love twice. My first love was with a high-end Los Angeles escort prostitute. 
I didn't mean it. I didn't want it. But it happened. I didn't even buy her. Well, I kind of bought her, but you have to listen to my fucking book. You want some truth? You want some hard truth? Literally hard truth? Ah! Listen to Bombing Down Poinsettia tonight at 8 p.m. on this show. It's an audio version of my book that I wrote many moons ago. Uh, Bombing Down Poinsettia. We're on Chapter 17 tonight. Chapter 17? I made it. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. There's an upside to the fact that your guy was once with a prostitute. There is an upside. It, it, it was like going to school when he was a kid. That was it. He went to school. She, he might have picked something up that you enjoy. Yeah. That's what gets me. I, I'm not following you on what you're complaining about. There's a reason why my wife has been around for 28 years. I could lick the chrome off a trailer hitch because I learned from the best. Thanks for the letter. Reach me anytime at Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook. If Meta hadn't shut it down. Dear Stan, my spouse and I are retarded. I thought we would spend our retardedment. Oh, retirement. Dude, you need to get some fucking penmanship together because I can't read this shit. All she wants to do is sleep all day. It's not unusual for her to stay in bed two days straight, getting up, only to use the bathroom and get a drink. She does not help the housekeeping or household chores. I've asked her why she sleeps so much. She tells me she doesn't know why. So I've gone with her to the doctors, and they have run tests. Physically, there's nothing wrong to account for all her sleeping. This leads me... God, you're saying... Fucking handwriting is shit, man. This leads me to believe she's taking prescription medication to be able to sleep as long as she does. What? When I asked her if this was the case, she denied it. My wife was sexually abused as a child. Whoa. We talking about sleeping and sleeping pills? Or are we talking about sexual abuse? What is this, man? By the way, uh, fuck. Does this letter have an ending? currently being treated for depression there you go depression that's why she's sleeping so much her doctor and i have wanted her to see a psychiatrist but she absolutely refuses i've talked to her on several occasions and let her know i'm happy with how this is affecting our marriage she seems to not care i'm thinking of getting a separation do you think this is advisable god i wish i i wish you had listed your age i love her dearly and being a part is not what I desire. She deserves all my efforts to help her before I just no longer care and give up. Oh, frustrated in Indiana. I hear you, brother. How about she have a reason to get up? Give her a reason to get the fuck out of bed. Drive her out. That's right. You don't need a fucking Catholic priest to do this shit. You can work it out on your own. By the way, I'm not a Catholic priest. By the way, I'm not a doctor or clinical psychologist of any sort. I've just been hit in the head so many fucking times. I believe I have extra powers that they can help out sometimes, I guess. One of the reasons why she's sleeping so much is because she's sleeping so much. Her balance is all off. Too much of fucking anything is unhealthy. Once you get in the habit of sleeping all the fucking time, it's hard to get out of the habit of sleeping all the fucking time. 
It's unhealthy as shit, too, because you're just laying there like a lump of crap. I'll set the fucking house on fire. Force her to get up. Give her a reason to get up, even if you got to kick her ass out of bed. There you go. Thanks for the letter. You know, if you don't have a computer and you want to reach me like these folks did, and I appreciate the letters, by the way, make sure English, please. English always. You can reach me. Stay in the Joke Man Show. That's a Joke Man Productions, LLC at P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. That's right. Or you can hit me up at the Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook. Letter three here. Here we go. Dear Stan, my husband is tired of paying to keep my eggs frozen. He has seven children of his own. I know utility costs are through the roof these days, but I can't disagree with him more. He meets up with his friends at the breakfast joint every weekend. They drop a lot of money there. If he just reallocated his spending money, we could afford to continue freezing my eggs. I keep telling him you're spending money on the wrong eggs. I'd like to have a baby within the next year. What should I do? Freezing and Fargo unthaw them fucking eggs. Maybe you need to unthaw them fucking eggs. What is this? Making a goddamn dinner reservation? I don't get this shit at all. Look, there's only two kinds of pregnancies. Accidental and planned. You've invented a third category. Overplanned. Lighten the fuck up. Are you going to structure your kids' days too? Or are you going to allow them to be kids at all, you piece of shit? Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, I lost 15 years of my daughter's life and her mother left the state we were living in without my knowledge. We had a boy and a girl during our 15 years of marriage and agreed to joint custody. We weren't supposed to move so the kids could be close to both of us. Once my daughter turned 10, I didn't see her again until she was 25. When I finally located her, I realized they had moved down south. We were When we reunited, I learned that some of my relatives knew where my daughter was and said nothing. I recently went through a bout with cancer because my son thought I was going to die. He decided to clear his conscience. He admitted that at age 13, he told my ex to go ahead and leave the state so I couldn't have a relationship with my daughter. I love both my kids equally, but now I feel betrayed by my son. Any suggestions? Sad in the Midwest? Dude, are you fucking crazy? You're trying to lay blame for this at the feet of a 13-year-old kid God only knows when about God only knows what? Are you fucking that trivial and petty? Are you incapable of moving forward and not holding a dark cloud over an adult's head because of something they did when they were a kid? Is this letter Fucking serious. Life happens. Careers, childbirth, families, things pull you all over the fucking place. And you're all, you find yourself right in the middle of just trying to stay afloat like everybody else. Yeah. Clinging to each other in one big cluster doesn't always fucking work, does it? Sometimes you got to bust up. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. But it happens. Question is, can you sideline 
your little personal vendettas and vindictiveness and not try to use it as an excuse because mistakes are happening now in your life? Are you fucking serious? You need to look in the mirror a little harder. I'd be more scared about why I made a 13-year-old kid feel they had to do that. Look in the fucking mirror! And go on. Be better. It really is that easy. Thanks for the letter, you whiny motherfucker. You know how I forgave my parents for all the shit I blamed them for? (laughs) I opened my eyes and realized, my God, they were super duper young too and struggling. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing and they made a lot of dumbass bad decisions. I forgive them. The question is, how are you going forward now? Like a spoiled brat fucking baby? Or a good person of good energy? A good adult? Life is a choice, folks. Pick your fucking road and quit bitching. It was your choice. Dear Stan, I have a young adult neighbor who is a talented mechanic. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do? Blow him to fix your alternator? He builds model autos and tries them out up and down our street. His latest is a three-wheel motorcycle, which he drives in the wrong direction without a helmet. Oh, nice of you to note that. What, you sit out there and watch him with binoculars, you fucking pervert? He also revs its motor constantly. I'm worried our street is going to become a hangout for more motorcycle enthusiasts. You know what? I am so sick and tired of you people creating turmoil on shit that might or might not fucking happen. That's the problem, fortune teller. You can't mind your own fucking business. It is your street too, but it's also his. Okay? If he's not breaking the law, shut your fucking hole. You don't have an argument. You can't bust out a crystal ball and start wreaking havoc on innocent Americans because you think something might happen. Or what if all fucking day, you goddamn idiots. All of you. It's embarrassing. Get over yourself. Call the police, bitch. Oh, and thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, my mother-in-law is sexually attracted to her priest. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me read that again. Hold on. (laughs) Excuse me. Dear Stan, my my mother-in-law is sexually attracted to her priest. I'd like to know how you fucking know that. people come from oh my god this is so funny i'm sorry this is so unprofessional let me try to get the, <laughs> let me try to get through the fucking letter here dear stan mother-in-law is sexually attracted to her priest my husband and i have been together for six years what does that have to do with anything your mother-in-law wants to hump the priest and you just had to throw in that you and your husband have been married for six years whoop the fucking do <laughs> Until about 18 months ago, 
my mother-in-law and I got along swimmingly. I hate people that say swimmingly. How about you got along? Maybe say she was your friend? Yeah. I don't know anybody that gets along swimmingly that are real friends. They're usually backstabbing bitches. Just say she was your friend. Stop trying to be poetic. Unfortunately, that relationship has become troubled. (laughs) I'm sure you were the one to complicate it, too. The cause is her deep involvement with her church. Indoctrinating our toddler with her religious beliefs and finally, ironically, her deep physical attraction to her priest. Wow. You're making a ton of assumptions there for one young lady. And, um, you know, I do agree. Don't be pounding toddlers over the head with religious things. It's best to let them grow up, read, understand, and make up their own minds. That is what God wants them to do. God does not want them to be indoctrinated. I absolutely agree. God wants them to learn. Okay? Not be pounded over the head and told what to think. Let's look at the uh, final statement here. Finally, her deep physical attraction to her priest. She believes this last topic is acceptable to confide to me. Aha! See there, what did I tell you? People who use the word swimmingly are not fucking friends. That might not be every single person who uses the word swimmingly, but ah, that fucking meter is going to tilt more towards 60-70%, yeah. Needless to say, it has made me very uncomfortable, and I have begun avoiding her. This is difficult because she and my father-in-law live in the downstairs apartment of our home. My husband thankfully understands my position. We both have spoken to his mother several times to no avail. I have reached the end of my rope, and I'm asking for you any advice you may have as to how to handle this awkward situation. You've reached the end of your rope? Lady, it sounds to me like you're the one trying to stir the shitstorm. Yeah, your mother-in-law thought you were a friend, but she didn't know you used the word swimmingly. Other than her beating your kid over the head with religious stuff, What any other part of that is yours to act on? Ha! That's the problem. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. All of you swimmingly dicks. You're as superficial, one-dimensional thinking and two-faced as they come. Based on nothing more than fucking assumptions, this bitch is ready to burn down the whole family and cause nothing but problems. I had a psychiatrist tell me one time that if what you're going to say does nothing more than cause hurt, don't fucking say it unless it's your choice to be hurtful. So, sounds to me like this mother-in-law thought she had a friend and her daughter-in-law when she found out she didn't. She has an enemy, a two-faced enemy who probably gets off on this stuff. Mom's attracted to the priest, so? She didn't say she's going to cheat. She didn't say she was cheating. She just said she was attracted to the priest. 
you're an asshole and you're not a friend to anybody. Yeah, proof's in the pudding. Got this fucking letter, didn't I? You haven't even reached the seventh year of your marriage yet. And I noticed you were quick to mention that right at the beginning of the fucking letter. I have a swimmingly sweet idea. You might be the one looking to cheat. Yeah. Does your husband know what a bitch you are? It's going to wrap it up with the Stan the Joke Man show. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America. I didn't give any news today. Hey, what's the fuck to say? You got a whole bunch of idiot foot soldiers out there doing the handiwork, the dirty work for multimillionaires, billionaires, and probably trillionaires too. And they're doing it completely out of ignorance, doing everything they can to upend this democracy. That's about all it needs to be said. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. No excuses, anti-Americans, anti-gods. No excuses. You've chosen your false idol. Hey, y'all, tune in this evening, 8 p.m. Bombing down Poinsettia, Chapter 17. I made it. It's just an audio version, shorter audio version of a book I wrote many moons ago about my experiences in L.A. as a kid. Show, of course, will be back on that's tonight at 8 p.m. Bombing down Poinsettia. The show, of course, will be back on Friday. High noon. Till then, bring your shit solid, hippies. Bye,